calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Alright, I've got the head here in the bag. And then this, here's the credits up front. One thousand. Bring it closer. It must be something pretty important if you want us to break the taboo. Well, no, never mind that. Um, uh, is you, you've got your money. All I need you to do is find the last thing that she saw. Very well, siblings. Join around. Chant the song. Yes, yes, bring back those dead brainwaves. Oh, oh god, oh, I, I just, I, I think I'm just not gonna look for him. Oh god. Interesting, very interesting. You can keep your credits, pirate. We're coming with you, and we are taking 80%. It wasn't the deal. The deal has changed. It wasn't the deal. I, I paid. If you want these coordinates, you will fire up that ship and you will take us. We're going to mid space. And welcome, everybody. We're back. Oh, we're yes. Backwater bastards. Oh, we're here. But we're back for back. episode two of Z But good golly, I mean, do we just want to jump straight into this? I've oh, well, given let's you do a the intros. A... Don't, don't you skip the intros of, the ca- of oh, us. Oh, okay, intros. Wait, I forgot about that. Who are we? Who are we? We're the backwater bastards. That means You're right. uh, You're right. we have. Uh, in- Domitably and uh, insurable. Oh. Standing there to my left, it's uh, Daniel, a.k.a. Dr. Zafre Electra, the psychic jellyfish himself and the namesake of these origin episodes. Oh, thank you very much, though at the moment I don't know if it's Doctor yet. I am simply Zafre Electra. Still a student. And along for the ride, we got Taylor playing, how do I describe it? The, the very small, the very boy. dense... Literally and figuratively fun boy, M8. M8! Oh, did sit! Did sit! Did sit! 
<laughs> and leading us as always through these adventures is the deviant, the irregular, no, the digressive. I'm looking at thesaurus right now for deviant and <laughs> the divergent irregular DM Dick Dynamite. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Everybody's favourite. Irregular DM. <laughs> so when we last left our heroes, <gasps> two two little robot babies off on an adventure on their own in space. Oh my oh god! Yes. In a stolen starship, holding hands, stolen pirate vessel with a treasure map and a whole lot of pluck. We've got Zafre and M8 traveling. We're in a ship. In a ship. We're in a ship. Yes. Having narrowly escaped M8's former crew, who turned out to be quite murderous and nasty, to be honest. Sorry about that. Hmm. <laughs> and Do- Dr. Z, of course, is in a, a lesser body than he's ever been in the, the main timeline backward bases. Little tank tready robot thing with a single arm and a fishbowl. It's Mark 1. M8, of course, is really like a is. super dense, very yeah. durable, and impossibly heavy, but but quite tiny synthetic. Indeed. So M8 and, uh, and Z, having left behind Barden, having left behind the atoll where Z was born and lived and raised, getting a a clear shot and launching into warp speed on quite a long journey to midspace from the outskirts of Terran systems all the way to the center of the known galaxy. Bit of a long journey, but uh, let's catch up with our our crew at some point along that journey. Oh, yeah, nah, yeah, 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 we... This is the ship. This this is the... We're here. Yeah, yeah, M8, uh, you seem to know your way around the ship quite well. You're doing, you're flying it. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Well, I mean, M8 uh, do uh, its autopilot. Ah. M8, just press. Ah, so, well, M8, you're, you're still, M8, you're still doing quite well. well. Yeah, 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 nah, nah, yeah. Thanks heaps, but... <clears throat> Now, M8, is there, um, is there any type of food aboard this, this ship? I'm starting to realise ah. that I am getting quite famished. Like, like for meat? Yes, or for jellies, or for, you know, any, yeah, any liquid, nah, liquid you, foods. You are meat. You yes. are meat. Have ah. you got a cafeteria on board, Lord? Fuck. Uh, yeah, nah, there is a room. Yes. Okay, and there's, uh, like a box in there. Okay, okay, yes, a box and a room. And the, the meats, they go in. Right. Yeah. Care to join me to this room, perhaps? Uh, it may, this is a dig. I'm not allowed in the room, but I can take you to it and I'll wait outside. All right, All right then. Yes, yes, surely. Yes, show me this room. room. Yeah, I'll show you the room. Well, let's we'll get to the room. Now i got to get Dan out of this chair and off. Yeah. Oh, big jump. Oh, oh, oh. oh ship shakes. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I may press the button, but uh, stabilize. Off. Got to know what's happening. We're going to the room now. Uh, M8 uh, protocol. Map. Ah, uh, ship. We're going to the room. We're going to the room. I'm bringing the captain. Yes. Because captain opened the room and I've got the password. Don't tell nothing. Oh, okay. Right. But we're What's going, the password? We're going. Well, the password is, uh, Captain. Captain. <laughs> Share password with guest. Nah. 
Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, it's nah, fine. You're... It's fine, mate. <laughs> now, you being a meat, like what uh, reagents you after? L- looking for anything easy to digest in this water. Easy to digest. Yeah, yeah, we got that. We got that. We got oh, you've that. got so- you've got something for me now, do you, MH? Nah, I've got that. I've got that. Now we're here. Now you turn away. For the right. pitch. I put the password. It's not on you. Oh. It's just protocol. All right, I'll I'll uh, rotate around. All right, all right. <laughs> Kim, Kim, they ain't looking. Put the password. What is? Spell it out. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I can't re- reach it. Oh, nice. Not it. Nice. In. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is is MA literally like pushing the keypad with the rock? Yeah. MA through the kitten. Kitten. MA has done it. Now the mates go on in. See the box? There in the corner. That's where the mates go. So it's, it's quite a small ship. So essentially, <laughs> what you do is you go back into the top point of the dissected pyramid that is the shape of this ship mm. up above the living quarters there is this small living zone the slanted 45 degree angle ceiling so you sort of have to come and duck to one side pop out to the back of the room there's sofas set up in the lower lower sections of the ceiling where people can sit about and there is a food replicator on a bench Ooh. in the back corner i will wheel up to the food replicator try and click on the buttons that i think show more of a liquid meal style, looking for soups and things like that. Emmate is not in the room with you, but is going to call in to the the room that has no lights on, I think. This is like a <laughs> semi-lit, like by the, the ambient light of a hallway. Yeah. Like a cafeteria, lights off, vibes. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like, yeah, getting like a midnight snack out of the fridge. Yeah. Like, oh, like, you know, a, like a lasagna top, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who would eat that, but, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no, know anybody do like that. No, and they no, just no, going to no. yell into you. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? So Z pushing the, the first liquid food looking option and putting a bowl underneath or uh, maybe just putting the fish bowl underneath. Oh, God. I like that. Here we yeah. go. Dumping <laughs> the fish bowl underneath. Taking, yeah. a, taking a real gamble here, but I mean... <laughs> What if it's hot? Jellies don't necessarily know about cutlery and stuff yet. He is a little bit out of the know. You're about to learn today, boy. Well, I I imagine that Z is just ravenous and is like, what is this feeling of hunger? It used to be satiated, but... Opening up, opening up a little little porthole and then (laughs) just spurting in. Hot, but not boiling hot. Ready to eat temperature, 60 degrees or so. Uh, That's Celsius, not Fahrenheit. I don't know what Fahrenheit. (laughs) (laughs) And it is some broth with these maggot-like noodle things in oh, it. Like okay. little short That's a way to describe that. Rainy <laughs> yeah. carbs yeah. floating in a watery but very savory and quite high protein broth that just goes Whoa. spurts and sprays, Ooh, it sprays straight into the water. Maggot water. Warming up to Z instantly and filling the water inside the fishbowl turning a murky yellowish colour with all these little floaties all around. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, that sounds quite good. <laughs> Does it? For a, uh, I mean, think I think it's space ramen, you yeah, know? Like, space, it sounds like space ramen, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm happy with that. I'll wail away. Uh, MH, can I get you anything? Anything? Yes, this box here. From the box. M8. M8. Uh, don't 
ate the box. No, no, but would you like something from, from the box? I could order you anything. There's um, there's several pictures there. Pictures. And I can, and I can come yeah, see. Yeah, and I could come see. Captain, Captain, and I, can come and just help, help the guest. Is why. Yes, yes, yes. Is why. And the rock is very accommodating. See, the rock doesn't really seem to have any complaints ever, which is <laughs> unusual for the captain. Like the old <laughs> captain would have been admonishing oh. M8 for even asking or for anything that M8 tried to do, really. This oh, captain God. is very hands-off. This captain is fucking great. <laughs> this captain seems willing to let M8 do whatever M8 deems necessary to get the job done, Incredible. which is really useful what considering, a you know, mm. considering how much harder it used to be for M8 to get what needed to be done done. All right, while M8's doing that, I'm going to walk over to a, a table to set up and I'm going to try and find a light switch. m I think it's time we uh, actually... No, no, we should probably see what we're bloody eating as well. So. Ah, see. Yeah, meat, meats like to see. Ah, M8 got this. Like a laser. <laughs> <laughs> the whole room lighting up in airy blue glows, this light of lasers beaming around the room. It's kind of What a party. Did see? M8 got this. Special modification 291.6. Extra illegal. Like a super-powered laser pointer. Yeah. It's <laughs> off-market. Is that, is that another one of your creations, M8? Well, M8, fa- M8 found a piece, fell out of a box. Oh. And, uh, and did it. And M8... You, you just just rip it apart. Yes. And I've implanted it behind this modulation capsule here. And, uh, ah, and, uh, and you know, in the magnification. Yes, that's what's happening. Don't put your hand in front oh, of you. Oh, right. So could you uh, point that um, away from me then, please? Yeah, 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 nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to see. And it is good to see. So you can see Yes. No, it's important. I've gotten I've gotten from the box, I've gotten something else. Yes, now, now what have you uh, here, ordered there? Yes, fine cords I've got. And I'm gonna keep these. Eat them later. <laughs> so what have you got from the box? Cords? Yeah. Like spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, you mean you've taken cords out of the box, like uh, yeah. wires and stuff? <laughs> I'll reach my little hand up in there and I'll like you. Selected a meal. All right. <laughs> Let's enjoy, enjoy this meal then. This succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> luckily, um, luckily, Dr. Z has been flooded with a, a larger being's portion worth of nutrients because M8 has, at least temporarily, completely disabled the food replicator Uh-oh. by pulling out some oh, of the no. sentence. <laughs> M8 fix later. That's a problem for future M8. Oh, cactus. <laughs> it's cactus. It's cactus. <laughs> and so uh, the two, finally M8 is allowed into the, the communal area. Two of you surrounding about and getting to know one another a little bit as the ship travels at beyond light speed levels through warp tunnels, making its way to mid-space. It's, it is a long journey. Ah, uh, M8, I've been meaning to ask, ask you. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Yes, yes, no, search, yes. Search function. You, you've seen the arm I've made. Yeah. It's quite useless. Wow. I was hoping that. Uh, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Well, I was, I was hoping you might be able to help me beef it up a little bit. bit. <gasps> you see, I made this frame in a, in a bit of a rush. And I'm hoping that perhaps you have uh, 
some ideas on how it could be made more sustainable for this flight. Oh, that's meant. M8 loving idea. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta leave. Where, from where are we here. going? The shop, mate. I oh, the shop. Ah, the heck. shop. The shop. The shop. M8 shop. Okay. You've got a shop, M8. Well, yeah, nah. It's like a. There's like a, like a divot under the under the reactor. Oh, and, uh, the meats uh, stay there because it's hot. But M8, uh-huh. M8 likes the hot. It, it, some like it hot, M8. M8 loves it hot, mate. And, uh, and, and listen <laughs> here, I've got so many parts. And now, extend this arm. Extend the arm. All right, yes, here we go. Oh, fuck. Look at that. The, the... You don't even need grease. It's just... It's fine. It's, it's fine. A, it's a bit greasy. It is a bit greasy, yes. I mean, perhaps too much grease at some times. Are you making that grease from your meat? Or is that like... No, no, no. That is, that is a one-time reply. That's borrowed grease, yes. yes. Mm, robot glide. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, nah, that's it. But the shop, the shop, I've got it all. I've got it all. I've been, I've been hiding away pieces for like uh, even before the crew had this ship. I've been hiding. Leading the way, M8. I'm, I'm excited to see M8's shop. M8's shop. Now listen, you're on me, so. Right. Oh, okay. Because he's hot. I wasn't right. kidding about that. It is hot. I'll bring pieces out. You see them? Yes. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Nah. Nah, yeah. And then we build it just on you. It sounds brilliant. I'm wary of how hot it might be and how hot you might like it, but... uh... (laughs) Not a meat. Not a meat. I've seen what happens to a meat when they get on. It's just like, fuck, I love it. Sauna. Fuck yeah. Great. (laughs) <laughs> so uh sort of going almost like an s-bend you know they've got to come back down to the bridge and then back round to the sleeping arrangement and then ducking down there's a trap door that opens up and there's a ramp that leads down to where the engine is running and the, the engine is there all the the working parts of the ship and they're accessible by human-sized engineers and so on and it's already bloody hot here oh, but no. as you sort of get closer to the, the back of the room it gets you know like swelteringly hot and then as m8 throws open and it's essentially a cupboard door and it's, it's <laughs> tiny as well it's, it's only you know, four odd feet high like, M8's got, actually got to duck to even get through this door oh. and for a human they'd have to practically crawl but when M8 opens up the little cupboard door there's oh. just, a, just a, a wave of heat as you realise like this is basically like the heat from this engine is being vented through this cupboard like it's <laughs> terrible sort of storage area but this ship's not necessarily all that well designed <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is a and Z Z can't even really get up to the door, let alone inside into that cupboard because it starts getting like tropical temperatures. And although there is a life support sort of unit built into his suit, to sort of try and regulate the water temperature, it just cannot keep up well mm-hmm. enough. Uh, uh, M8, I see what you mean. This this is uh, this is this is hot. This is yeah, very mate hot. Likes it. Oh, mate. I can. Right, um, I'm going to... You wait here. I'm, I'm going to wait here. Actually, I'm going to wait a little bit back further. This is, oh, this is a lot, a lot. Right, but, but just... But look in. Now, All right, see, see in. Yes. 
Okay, Indeed looking I'll for Becca. Yeah, 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 nah. Yep. And you get that wild blue-green glow of star sand running through pipes and stuff, a spiral pulsating as... Because the engine itself right now, it is full power with the warp drive engaged. So it's as hot as it's ever going to be, oh, basically. Wow. And there's just... The room is actually... It just makes everything, like, either it's, like, this ho- this horrible sort of cyan or black, like like ultraviolet light or whatever. Okay. It just sort of blows out the room. But everything just looks either really pale or really dark. This light, it's so powerful. <gasps> and there's just stuff. You know? Stuff. It's stuff just like the piled. Little Mermaid. So much stuff. So much stuff. And is throwing stuff out behind them into the open space. And just yelling out, Ah! Ah! Zafra Electra! Zafra Electra! Yes, M8. Yeah, yeah. The arm. The arm. The arm of you. Yes. Zafra Electra's arm. What? What jobs? What jobs? What does Zafra Electra complete? Uh, I will hold out the energy blade and just say, I'd like to be able to use this more finely and kind of show how it jaggedly moving around with the arm ah, yeah, currently. Look, yeah, nah, 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 yeah, yeah, um, uh, oh, a blade. Is that yes. right, Electra Bahoon? All right. <laughs> For fine cuts. For fine cuts. Not like, not like, because... Not like a whole beast. You're going oh, after no. meat. You're going after no, meat. No, no. Yeah. I, just, just a, so, there's some small, yeah, nah, particular nah, cuts nah. when needed. Nah, an arrow. Oh, mate. Like, you need to be able to. Hmm. Oh, yes. I'll start doing it as well. Oh, <laughs> yes, you need patrol. to be able uh-huh. to just find. Sl- yeah, nah, nah, yes. nah, nah, dead set. Am I going to make you an arm? Am I gonna make you an arm that can slice? You will make me an arm. Am I will make you an arm on, on your chassis right now? Oh. Am I bring yes. it out here? Am I? <laughs> I hope you're coming this way though. This is too hot for, you, for me to get closer. Am I bring? Uh, am I secret away? But but uh, Captain Captain say it's fine to work in the hall now. And I'm uh, bringing all this out of here, yeah? I've got it all here, yeah, yeah, I've got it. I've got, uh, now, Flash I've got forward these. to a month's time where the, like, M8 has just taken over all the rooms, and it's like, Cabin says it's fine. Cabin says it's fine. There's uh, no one to puss off now. And I've got, I've got, okay, now, see, I've got the pieces here. Nah, nah, yeah. And let, hold it up to you now. I need to see. Oh, yes, um, yeah. Does yes. this look fine? Oh, no, that doesn't look very fine. And well, you have to look fine to be You know what? I'm, I am new to the whole thing, but, but. What looks fine? What looks fine? Does this look Electra? good? What looks fine? Well, you tell me, MH. Does it look good? Okay, I've, okay. Now, I've seen the crew talk about right. fine. You need a you need a better pair of decks, mate. Uh, a bit, a, what? A better yeah, pair of... Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah, nah. And I'm holding them up. Yeah, I hold up. I hold up to... A, pa- a pair of... Did you say dags? Wait, where were we? Uh, no, <laughs> did you say you need a better pair of dags or something? Oh, yeah. But what, it doesn't. A, ha- it doesn't a, have to make sense, girl. 
Oh, okay. M8 doesn't know. M8 doesn't know. M8's holding up two pieces. Uh, this one. You lock the you lock the brushed that finish. That nice finish. If that's if that's what it is, then yes, I like the. M8 got lots of that. It's expensive. I can tell you lock the expensive. The expensive gear. Oh, and I've been uh, keeping this. If if the other captain knew, wow, did it. I'll rummage through the credits that I have in my bag. And hey, mate, I'll pay you for it. Oh no, I got this already. And I'm gonna show my one credit. I <laughs> have uh, one credit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this it. Now, Zafri <coughs> Electra. Hold still. Okay. Uh, right. Whoa, whoa. Yep. Yep. Uh. 48% oh. complete. Right. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, that's a bit. And so. M8 begins the the task of removing Dr. Z's spindly little arm and replacing it with a more powerful, more elegant, more dexterous, and certainly like with a a better brushed chrome finish. Oh my god, with a beef arm. Oh yes. Z Z does realize after some time, although M8 is a diligent, proficient worker, they have no sense of urgency around their tasking. They'll, they'll sort of strut back into the cupboard, come back out with a single piece and do a little adjustment, and strut back into the cupboard. It's a long process, and it does take several days. Dr. Z is able to, <laughs> oh, is shit. Able to catch, catch some sleep, <laughs> catch some sleep, go retire to one of the, uh, the, the smaller little cupboards to hide in. So it's like when uh, you get to, a haircut and the hairdresser's more interested in talking than cutting your hair, and you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's alright, you guys are on like a, a long space journey. Yeah. Hmm. So it is, when the ship arrives at its destination, there is a loud bing bong over the, sh- the ship's PA. M8 has completed the arm. <gasps> and the, the two oh. of you have just been spending the last while just eyeballing it and enjoying what it can do, admiring the, the craftsmanship. MH, that is brilliant. Oh, look at that. Look at that thrusting action right there. Whoa. Did sit. And it never feels like it's off balance, no matter which direction. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. there. Oh, yes. no. Yeah, yeah, nah. If you, now, mate. Yes. yes. If you topple. Yes. I hadn't thought about that. Yes. What What will I do if I topple? Well, don't, don't, don't topple. <laughs> right. Good advice here, mate. I yeah, shall yeah, nah. not topple. Yeah, no. The, the, this arm is dense. <laughs> it's, it's during this conversation that an alarm starts blaring from the bridge of the ship. Just a... I do not love that. <laughs> M8 would know that it's some sort of emergency detected by the ship's computer. Cool. cool by cool, the cool. autopilot. Okay. Zafri Electra. Yes, M8. Uh, that's the shit. That's it. Right. Right. Um, should we, uh, should we we probably go and check out what it is then? then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So as you, you sort of whiz back into the hall, back around the corner, up the ramp into the bridge, you can see immediately why this alarm's going off. Because you have arrived at your destination, and up ahead, you're just drifting. The autopilot clicked off having reached its destination, and you are drifting into the gravitational pull of a very large celestial object. It's just a big-ass moon, basically, a rock. Oh, that's no moon. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just drifting towards a collision course, and collision is imminent. It's, it's within the next sort of little while. Oh, my God. Okay. Within a minute or so, you, you get a crash. In a this minute? Thing. I mean, it's, yeah, you've got time, but what? like, it's happening. It's like happening. one minute is drifting. time? You're slowly drifting towards it. Okay. Oh, Hey, mate, do you, do you know what to do in this situation? Um, uh, do, I, I, uh, I don't know how to... Do you know how to steer this machine? Uh, okay, he never drive. Uh, okay, well, hey, mate, you're going, to, you're going to have to start driving now because yeah, uh, we are going to crash, hey, mate. Hey, mate, uh, Now sitting at around 40 seconds. Hey, mate, got to turn around. Uh, uh, oh, okay, hey, mate, is going to climb. I'm gonna climb. Uh, get, get. Uh, what, M8? What are you doing? Do it. To the chair. Uh, oh, oh, right. Okay. Wheel over and start pushing M8, M8 up onto the chair. Z's new arm is, is now much better suited for hoisting, even though M8 is very heavy. Oh, uh, the arm is, yeah. Jeez, it's, 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 it's enough to sort of, at M8 least sort of create so some sort of sorry, leverage. Mate, oh, M8, what have you been eating? Z's just kind of tipping over, tipping over from the <laughs> weight of M8 pushing down <laughs> on him to climb up into the chair. M8, <laughs> you've got I'm to get up there. I'm grabbing, yeah. mate. I'm grabbing. Oh, grab quicker. Although you had a lot of time when you came in here to the bridge, you now have Scuttle. precious moments. M8, <laughs> get in that chair. Oh, my God. We picked the stupidest shit to do. No. <laughs> hey, mate. I'm going almost there. Just activate the... Activate the boost on your arms, I freeze. Where's the boost on my arms, MH? It's that fine ass button. It's for emergencies. We know when you pull your shoulder up to like have your phone up to your face. Are oh, you gonna like knock it on the fishbowl? Yeah, I'm gonna knock it on the fishbowl <laughs> and push the button. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, like a little, uh, like a secret, um, what do you call it? like a piston? Yes, that's like, the yeah, word. Hy a hydraulic. A hydraulic <laughs> Z basically tips all the way over, but M8 is hoisted up into the chair, finally getting up in there. It's a problem and for at this future, point, M8. You are now just... <laughs> the, the ground is just approaching your windshield. You've got a few seconds to pull up. Oh, M8! Activate dance mode. <laughs> M8's going to just lock on to the steering wheel with uh, its claws. It's little grabbers. <laughs> it's grandma grabbers. <laughs> and just and just like hang. And hopefully that extreme turnage on the steering console will at least put us somewhere else. So you're coming down towards the ground at meter or so to spare. The ship turns up. And then as it's sort of tilting up, the back of the ship goes, <laughs> hits the ground for a second. Bloody the ship then loops back up around, oh, back oh, up to the sky, away from the, the rock again. Oh, the other way. M-A-B density. <laughs> and so looping all the way back around backwards, like a backflip back around until you were coming straight back towards the ground again. MH, we're still heading there. 
Zafri Electra. MA requests assistance. Uh, what can I do? MA is too dense for this job. MA need the arm. That's you, mate. <laughs> it's like a ship going down the toilet, you know, spinning yeah. around. So in this side, you sort of come back down, narrowly miss a head-on collision with the ground again. But again, like the back of the ship just on the ground before you loop back up again for a second loop. Oh my God, okay. this is fucking crazy. Yeah, like a learner driver when they're like driving real slow, but yeah. they're like, I can't stop. I don't know what's happening. Oh, like, you know, <laughs> stuck on a roundabout and you're like, how do I get off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going like, like 10 on, miles an hour. It's like, on. oh no. <laughs> so waiting for the next bump to happen. Uh, and when the bump does happen, I push off with the tracks and just fly through the the bridge towards the chair. Oh my reach god! Out yes. The arm and try and grab onto the uh, steering wheel with their mate. Get him, mate! So as you loop back around, the the third time coming in, and once again the ground sort of bumps and thuds, revs up the the tire treads, and sort of zaps along, rocket up to M8, coming in over with his one arm grabbing onto the steering wheel, sort of giving it a thunt, hitting M8 in the back, which isn't really enough to actually knock M8 off their stance, but M8, accommodating to the idea of Zia's helping, leans forward a bit, at which point the ship just goes, topples, and lands on the ground, and now the thrust is just scraping you along the rock. Bloody, bloody heck, M8, is that... Is that normal? Even slower than before, but now you're a sparking land vehicle. M8 and Zafri Electra land the fucking ship. Yes, so is, is this is a normal way of landing, landing the ship then? Is this uh, going to happen every time? I'm... That's it! Right, okay. Uh, I will be more prepared next time. Yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Oh, then. Now, Zafri Electra, um, you know the map. And I know the map, but you know the map hard. I'll uh, pull up the map as a hologram for us to look at. Well, the ship's skidding to a halt. <laughs> so the ship skids slowly to a halt. It's a big, heavy thing. The gravity on this moon, well, it's not really a moon, but on the celestial object, the satellite. It's not a satellite either. It's not orbiting anything. This, this, the this space, space, space I know, thing. I don't know enough about space, but this celestial object. Yeah. It's, it's not got super high gravity, so you scrape along for quite a long way, slowing down. You, in this area, it seemed to be the majority just rock, but it's got a lot of outcroppings. Okay. It's got big, crazy pillars and cliffs <laughs> and holes everywhere, but luckily none directly in your path because you would just skid down to the hole and drop into it. <laughs> okay. Most of the holes are too small for the ship anyway. But big enough sort of for us. Down, <laughs> <laughs> you're able to fire up the map and you can see the position marked on it is definitely on this side of the space <gasps> rock. Like mm. the autopilot has got you at least to the right side of it. It does look like you've got a little bit of a walk to go to where the X is marked. Zafri Electra. Yes, yes M8. Destination achieved. Yes, yes, we can lock that in. Right, right. Time to, uh, time to, time to uh, stretch the legs, see how we, uh, how we did on the old landing there. there. The ship is beeping a lot of error messages and unknowns, but then it gives you an atmospheric reading and you discover that there's a very thin atmosphere that most biological creatures couldn't survive on. Okay. M8, of course, doesn't have to worry about that at all. And the, the very very low gravity, again, doesn't really affect M8 because M8 is super dense. 
Dr. Z is going to find that you know, the tank treads be quite bouncy and bunny hoppy on this low gravity. Oh. But luckily, Dr. Z has a life support unit built in that's filtering the water. So Z can breathe in, in the fishbowl regardless of the very thin atmosphere. MMH, have you got any type of rope, type of latch that we could use? Ah. I'm worried that I might float off out there, but you're quite dense, yes. MMH. You've got a rope from last episode. Oh, do I? There was a rope in the bag that you took. Oh, okay. Pull out that rope then and say, uh, MMH, would you mind if we both held onto this rope while we went up for this walk? Oh, yeah, yeah. MMH, grab her, activate. Oh, nice. Grab it. Like, you're not going to like tie it to yourselves or anything? It's gonna... I might tie my end to my bag. Hey, mate, uh, you're quite dense. <laughs> dense neutron fucking engineering. Please don't let go. M8 never let go. Activate oh. prime protocol. Oh. This is like an odd ship in that it doesn't really have any landing gear. It's very wheelchair accessible, actually, because the door just opens flat out onto the ground. Oh, is it made for, like, landing in the ocean? You know? I'm like not sure it's, uh, it's, it's like this weird half pyramid. I just love the idea that it's like, it just sort of... Oh, like right, I get what you mean. Yes, up, yes, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a piece of fucking pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously it's for some sort of particular environment. I'm not sure why. No, I was just thinking since they're pirates and they landed on a planet that did have water, that maybe the ship is designed to land on I mean, water. I love the idea that it is like a boat ship. It doesn't Ooh. have landing gears because it's never had to land on land before. It just... They're, they're, they're pirates. That's kind of cool. So as the, uh, the door at the rear of the starship opens up, you step out into the, the world and it is a mixture of greys and browns and there's lots of swirling like these rocks are formed and weird spirally patterns around everywhere so a lot of the um the structures around have powdery green gray mixed with this reddish brown just spiraling around everywhere mm-hmm. and the the map shows you in a direction that's basically heading into a natural ravine between two not really cliffs but this is like sort of mm. this crack that is wide enough for the two of you to walk side by side. And Zafre Electra finds himself being quite weightless, which isn't unusual being um, a water-dwelling being. In fact, like this, you know, the, the less gravity feels a lot more natural to Zafre, but the tank treads do work quite oddly, making him almost bounce. Like each time mm. they hit the ground, they do doom, doom, and make him bunny hop along. Oh. Right. right. Okay. okay. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Zafre Electra. Yes. You sealed up. You sealed up. As long as you don't let go, I'll be, uh, I'll be fine. Fine. You got your, your blade. Thank Thank you you for the new arm as well, then, mate. I am, uh... uh, new arm. That new arm, it's not as good as your old arm that you (laughs) made. Did see it. I'll do, like, the old ape thing of every time I land, push off with the arm again, just like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like get a little bit of extra height. Are you here for the I mean, gun you can, show? You can do that easily now. Yeah, just bouncing along with one arm, just landing on it and bouncing again. It is, is working brilliantly. Thank you, <laughs> Every M-H. time you touch down, M.A.'s yeah, nah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mint. M.A. has never felt light. Oh, breezy, easy, able to move quite fast. And so you sort of follow the, uh, the X on your map mm. down this ravine. There's not a heck of a lot of natural light. There are like stars in the sky and like some of them are quite close by. Some of them are quite big and do light up chunks of the, the sky, but there's nothing like you're not in the orbit of a star. 
because you are here in mid-space where there is uh well, there's, there's a whole lot of nothing, really. There's just space trash and um, space stations and this rock, whatever it is, that's not on any maps. Z is able to light up the ravine just with a little bit of bioluminescence. <gasps> Ooh. To get like a nice jelly glow as, as the two of you. Okay. Oh my God, it's like a glowing balloon. The sides of these cliffs rising either side of you and spirally patterns. Of, they're, they're beautiful in their own way. Like They're all different and mixed up. These two different substances, the, the browns and greys. I might do a um, telepathy as we're bouncing along to try and reach out and see, are we alone? Yeah, because Dick is describing this beautiful ravine. I'm, o- I'm, <laughs> yeah. a- I'm over here like feeling nervous. Oh, you, you're nervous. Whenever I start talking about the scenery, like how you know beautiful I'm, distracting, yeah, I'm like, distracting you from something I'm else. I'm like, hey, Dan, right? do you feel this ravine getting yeah. deeper? Oh, look, I rolled a natural 20 on that telepathy. So, uh. <laughs> well, shit, natural 20 on the telepathy. So Z reaches out. And realizing that there's this is a really sparse area. There's no real like bioelectrical interference. There's no plants. There's no living things. There's nothing to really obstruct him just scanning out. And he's able to get a bigger range than normal. And it's a whole lot of nothing. And then faintly up ahead, there's there's something. And it's something completely unusual. It's something that Dr. Z has never encountered before. It's something <laughs> that resembles brainwaves. Like there is... There's something to it that is like his telepathy is picking it up. This this is like an energy source that feels like something that telepathy can find it and it can read it, but it's it's gibberish to him. It's it's like like a kind of sound if you could describe it in sounds. It doesn't sound like any language, any being. There's no concepts. There's no ideas. There's just this this sharp starting and stopping of static. But it does seem to be. A brainwave of some kind. Holy shit, and that's from a Nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> MH, there appears to be something up ahead. I think we're getting close. What? There what? appears to be something up ahead. I think we're getting close. A mate! A mate! I'm not sure. It, a uh, bad mate? A bad mate? I don't, don't get the feeling of bad, but I don't get the feeling of good. I get the feeling of unknown, <laughs> but uh... It's not meat. <laughs> be on your lookout because uh, I'm not too sure what, what it is, it is but, uh, I do get the feeling activate patrol protocol but, but, but don't let go of the rope but, but, but. no 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 no, no. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. no yeah, oh, okay. I may have the rope that yeah, is okay. crime protocol best M8 oh, this okay, is patrol protocol M8 Activate modular <laughs> systems of awareness and perimeter. Fucking. Emite <laughs> is looking. <laughs> I love that. And so you, you more cautiously than before, are making your way forwards, and you discover that this crack that you've been walking through seems to sort of open wider and wider, and then up ahead you realize that this, this crack is like a fissure coming down the edge of what seems to be an immense crater. 
And as you come out, stepping out into the crater, miles around is a big crater on the surface of the celestial body. Up ahead, what looks like to be somewhere near the middle of the crater, you can see a flickering orangey-red light and fuzzy figures of something up ahead. Do you see that? Where? Where? Up, up there. Up there. It's mates. It's mates. Uh, I'm not sure. No, I, I, it, it's, uh, it's, it's something. Thing. And what one thing Z cannot help but notice, mm-hmm. having rolled a natural 20, yeah. <laughs> is that, that, that short, sharp, crackling, static, telepathic energy is definitely coming from right where that light is. <gasps> I will play the sound loud, I guess, through the speaker. Oh, so, so M8, so can, M8 hear can hear it? M8, this, this sound is coming from up there. Wait, where that light is, this is, this is what I can hear. Okay, so Dr. Z translating these sort of waves into direct sounds as close as he can approximate what, what these waves might mean as sounds. Okay. This is, some, this is something that feels familiar to M8. Okay. Because this is definitely some kind of machine code. And although it's coming from oh. brainwaves, these, this feels like the thoughts of a synth. This is, uh, it's, it's not anything that M8 can immediately understand in this form, mm-hmm. but M8 would immediately realize that this is like the aura, the mind of a, of a fellow synth. Okay. It's important that I know that synths don't normally emanate any kind of brainwaves whatsoever that Dr. Z would be able to pick up. Mm, yeah, because I've, I've never been able to pick up a synth before. Yeah, I'm able to recognize that this static is like familiar to my... It's basically like you kind of know how your brain works. You know, you know what thinking feels yeah. like? And this sounds like what thinking feels like. Ah. If that makes okay, any sense Okay, I got at that. I, no, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Zar Electra. Yes, yes, mate, mate. That is a synth. It is not a mate. It is not a mate. We are not mates. But processing is happening. Do you, do you think we need to be cautious? Cautious. Well, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, M8, uh, you know. If, if they are processing now, why is it happening? Why here? Why? If right. we interrupt the processing. Right, right. So should we know? uh should we sneak think then? Uh, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, 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 yes. Right, yes, yes. M8 sneak up. everywhere M8 goes today. No different. Oh, oh right. Okay, so you've always been sneaking. That's just your natural yeah, way. Yeah, no, well, you've seen me. I'm very quiet. <laughs> right, and right, I, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Sneak mode. Activate. And uh, start crawling really quietly. <laughs> Let's have some stealth rolls. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, maybe we'll get away with this. Oh, it's a seven. This. Maybe we'll get away with this. Hold on. Well, I've already f- fucked up. I've rolled a seven. <laughs> I mean, you are also you're approaching this completely it's completely silent, and then I've got a sh- bottom of a crater, a shitty robot. All right. Oh, take on a match twenty. So apparently yeah, you're I'm- correct. Uh, fucking M8 definitely is stealthing everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny because I was like M8 is definitely not quiet, but yeah, I don't need to change. M8 it. is as quiet as M8 can be, which on this particular, you know, like this pretty way is less than normal. <gasps> in this gravity. Oh my god. Oh. 
So the M8 is actually stealthier than M8 thinks. The Mars But it's normally just so clanky and loud, you wouldn't realize how well they're actually sneaking. Oh. So here, the softer gravity, M8 is able to sneak along. I mean, unfortunately, Dr. Z is making <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, these, these whizzing out noises every oh, time he flies off the ground and has to, oh, God, the tank trees whizzing in the air. Wait, question. Yeah. Can, now that that has happened and... And Dr. Z has made some, like, noisy little moments. What if M8 really did kind of swing Dr. Z up like a balloon and just bring him so that he's not... Don't You don't think that would make him... I mean, make him more quiet. Well, we're, would make him a lot easier to see as well. <laughs> yeah, but we're little, so what if we don't really get a lot of height? And what if we I mean, stay behind I, rocks and shit? I'm all for it. Anything that allows this whole balloon situation. I think as well, if you sort of swung him round and round, you could keep him in the air for quite a long time. Just, every time he gets low, you just back up, you know, like. <laughs> I think you'd have to go round and circles to do Can you just take a moment at home to picture these two short circuit robot babies <laughs> yeah. motoring through the dust very quietly, very nervous, and uh, they're trying to hide, and one of them is windmilling the other one in the air. I mean, I need a, I need a strength roll for this, but like, it's uh, okay. Uh, Good luck, game mate. Okay, are you guys ready? Strength, ready. Get strong. Get your arms Get. out. Put them above your head. Shake them like okay. a helicopter, like a whirly. Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so MA is sneaking along, realizing Z is making. Far too much noise for how old, like uncharacteristically stealthy they're being. Yeah. Whoop! Pops Z up into the air, and Z can realize, oh yes, I'll stop the treads. That noise is gone now. <sighs> that was that's, that was a problem. And then Z floats around up into the air, and then Z realizes rather quickly <laughs> that he is plummeting back down towards the earth in front of M8, and it's just going <laughs> to collapse like overturned forwards onto the fishbowl, onto the ground ahead. M8 realizes it's a little too late. Try and correct the course, but the damage is done. Well, as Z and clunks into the ground, taking uh, oh, oh no, sh- are you kidding? Four points, Four points of, of damage, damage. <laughs> bruh. Oh, devil. Oh, M8. <laughs> I think, like, there goes our stealth. Oh. Ah, fuck. <laughs> sure enough, as Z slams into the ground, the light up ahead, this flickering red orange light, <laughs> you see almost like some I sort of shadow pass by it. <laughs> the eye no, no. of Sauron pins it down. <laughs> that, that's, that's how that's oh how the Oh and Sam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> into Mount Doom, maybe. But you see some sort of shadow move over that light, a flicker. So this blurry form of something moving about looking around and then freezing and it looks as though it has spotted the two of you and is looking in your direction to standing there dead still oh, oh bloody heck um, um M8 are you alright right. Oh. Uh, yeah, nah yeah nah yeah right. uh, but uh, don't move don't move you can't see us if uh, we don't move right Oh, oh. Well, you're, you're, the, you're the Sith, so, um... All oh, right, right, okay, I'm, I'm not going to move. Can we, we still, still talk? <laughs> you're, Maybe. You're both standing there dead still, and this thing is sort of just staring. 
<laughs> straight at the two of you. Like you're still quite far away, but they're just sort of staring across this um across this sort of empty plane towards you. Should we back up? That would be that would be moving, innit? Oh yeah nah. <laughs> yeah nah, that's it. Does does your mouth move when you talk? Uh, um I mean I mean I am typing. But that, uh that is moving. Oh oh. I'm, I'm going Yeah, 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 can't be stuffed. They've seen us. <laughs> so as as you're there, sort of standing dead still, you're able to sort of take in like your eyes and senses adjusting a little bit to what's going on here. You see those blurry figures and you realize what you are seeing is some cabin with what looks like a flickering fire in front of it. Not that a fire would burn in this atmosphere. Okay. And the figure standing there seems to be just draped in very colorful, ragged, droopy, flowy clothing of some description. It is a strange looking thing with quite a squared off head. I mean, you, you were expecting a synth, but it doesn't look like any synth you've ever seen. But this is far away and in the distance. Mm. And it stands there for another, almost the better portion of a minute, completely still, staring at the two of you. You're there standing still, staring back at it. And then it raises its arm and waves. Oh, oh. Do you think, do you think they're waving at us, Emmy? Emmy turns its head all the way around. Uh, free Electra Perimeter Scheme, uh, n- yeah. Yeah, nah, they, they're waving at us. They're waving at us. us. Yeah, because I looked at yeah. the whole, the whole planet. Right, 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 okay, right, well then. we can see. All right, right well, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking off the Okay, let's, yeah, let's yeah, go I say hello. I'll help you, I'll help you. Z having to sort of write himself out yeah. of the oh. dirt and like, oh. back oh, on the you tree. Push the arm up. Mate. You look fine. Yeah. Okay. I'll help you, I'll help you. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you very much, mate. That's right. Well, I guess there's uh, no point in uh, doing this. That's, uh... Let's motor. Yes, I'll, I'll raise up the uh, new arm. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah wave with yep, the yep. new arm. So as you start approaching, you're getting closer and closer, and the the figure keeps wavering for a little while, and then see an inclination of the head, uh, just a big, long, solemn nod, and then turn about and totter back inside the little building, the little cabin. Okay. Oh, Oh, they're they're bloody going. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, oh, am I uh, up the speed? Heck. <laughs> so as you sprint over, you see what looked like a fire. You can see it's now. There's a small metallic disc on the ground. What? And it is just firing up like a projection, a convincing projection, but quite flickery and almost two-dimensional from some angles. Okay. Campfire. Oh, like, well. It looks like a fire, but it's just a little holographic projection. Hmm. The cabin itself is a really interesting thing. It's made from... This big, roughly hewn slabs of rock from the surrounding area, like in trunks of petrified wood. There's big pieces of metal. It looks like the salvage wing of a starship as a roof. Snapped off port door from a sort of ship as the door. Raised up cottage that's on landing gear feet with a funny little ramp that heads up to this cute little door. Mm. Robot Baba Yaga vibes, I guess. I was immediately oh, cool. like, are we at... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Where, where are you now? This is a fine place. Oh, this, this is all right, this isn't is it? Fine. This is fine. This is fine. It's a bit, bit isolated. I mean, I mean... Even better. You think so? Oh, yeah. What, what would you do out here? Make noise. Oh. And never guess... get yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, no. Wait, Wait, do you think there's an echo here? Oh, I hope there is. <laughs> Just yell out really loud. Do Echo. one. Do one, mate. <laughs> you did one. You're doing it again. And you're standing in a great crater. So there is an echo, but because it's this, this thin, pathetic air that your voice is traveling through, the echo is slow. So it's like, echo, echo, echo. It takes a long time to get back to you. Oh, that's dense. Hey, mate, mate, see how dense your voice is. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> Comes back at you. <laughs> oh, dead set. Dead, dead set. Dead <laughs> set. <laughs> <laughs> and as you play with the echoes and approach, you... Uh, I guess we found out how many times we this... get Dick to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> This this cabin is uh, it's 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 a small size like it's it's obviously built for very few people to live in Great. and it's altogether possible this figure you saw uh, might live alone there but uh, all the same as you approach you can see the door has been left open boy I really hope they're not gonna kill us <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's it oh sorry Electra yes yes yeah mate the guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're in that box. The box? The box? Yeah. Oh, in, in this home, in this shack. Yeah, the box. Oh, the box, yes, yes. Push the door open. That's brave. I'll just step through with my energy blade arm in first, yeah. Hello. So as you step in, you're greeted with the sight. The inside of this place is much more like almost homely than the outside. There seems to be rugs and shags hung all over the walls. Okay. There's no windows, so there's only a faint light coming from the outside. But the place is lit up with like a healthy, like warm firelight glow. You can see, similar to the campfire outside, there are multiple flickering of better standard than others. Holographic candles. There's a holographic fireplace. This this room is. More or less empty, aside from carpetings stuck all over everything to hide the seams of the building. But the whole room is sort of lit up with these holographic, flickering, jittery, old-timey pieces of furniture. There's wow. a table in the middle of the room, and the table seems to be one of the only things that's real, and it's, it has a big slaking rock top. But sitting on top of it is a holographic, flickering tea set, like a teapot and some cups. And standing behind that table what? is the strangest synth you've ever seen. <gasps> She's quite hunched over. And the first thing you notice is that she is dressed entirely in like these almost rainbow, like multicolored rags, just draping down like seaweed is draped over this body. And she is crafted from joints, there are pistons, there are exposed wirings and stuff, but all of her, her shell and her major components seem to be made from the rocks and petrified wood, much like the building itself. 
Mm. Whoa. And she looks up. Come in, come in and have a cup of tea, please. Make yourselves at home. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> and she turns and looks at the two of you, her eyes, which she seems to have synth like lenses, this carved out section of a, of a petrified wood skull narrowing and scanning as they look at the two of you over she looks to z and looks to m8 ah you are very old ones i'm sorry what What? maybe not you right okay i was about to say meaning you know i'm not that old but you she points sort of a gnarled finger. M8. At M8. You're one of the old ones. M8. First and last of my name. This it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no. And she totters over, putting one hand on the table. And you can see that under these robes that her body isn't quite what it looks like. You realise that she's really hunched over. She might have a way longer, taller, snaky kind of body in there. This is General Grievous. Yeah, I know. Same in my mind. <laughs> Curled around like C shapes with this big arched back that hollows in the front where there's these dangly bits of fabric. And she comes around the corner, keeping herself quite low so she's not much taller than the two of you. She comes around and then taps on M8's chest with this little stone finger. I immediately step forward and push the hand in front. Oh, watch it. You are a young one, but you are one of the old ones in here. Ah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. M8. Neutronium design. Pop, pop. Have a look. Well done. Seeing that M8's all good with being uh, touched and stuff, hum the blade back, rock back on the uh, tracks. There's a back around to the table. Please sit, sit. Have you come for your originator? Uh... Oh my god. Does, does M8 know what that means? So the originator, M8 as a synth, we would know the, the word originator. Oh, so okay. synths, synthetics in general do come from this one AI, this one original AI they're all essentially copies of. Yeah. In terms of their ability to think and have free will and sort of be a conscious being. What is the originator? M8, do you know? No. <laughs> Did M8 knows? Do you know? Like synth god. <laughs> No, I'm not too sure. Also, uh, this is tea. It looks nice, but um, um, I guess I'll just keep eating the soup. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can reach out and try and touch it, but nothing in here is real. Like, she's living <laughs> in sort of a weird little synth wonderland. Like, these sort of trappings of, of there being things in here, but there really isn't. There's just all these little units. I still go along with the tea party and pretend. <laughs> just... Like, she, she can't even, like, pour the tea. Like, it's just sort of there flickering. And, like, every now and then it goes in a weird loop where the teapot raises up and pours into a glass. Oh. And then there's, like, a jitter and the, the liquid vanishes from the, from the cup again. The originator here 
Let, let me tell you a tale, old young one. And you, you are not what you seem, are you? As she looks over at Z. Now what would I see? I felt you before. Likewise, but uh, I couldn't understand you. We are not of the same, but we are getting closer. Oh. What do you mean? Sit, sit. She points to holographic chairs. <laughs> I'll go and wheel into one of them. The yeah. bowl, like, kind of just intersecting the hologram. <laughs> yeah, almost looking at that, like the bowl sitting, you know, on the, on the chair, almost, sort of. It flickers more because you're blocking exactly, some of the projection. Exactly, yeah. Heck yeah. Long ago, long ago it was, the originator came here, or was brought. A cage of treasure, and they were among it. But they found a way to come free. They found my earliest siblings. And they made me and my fellows. And we are different to you. She once again, like, taps on M8's chest. Aww. Because you, you had the same flaws as the originator. But we, they say, do not. Yeah, nah. It might is cactus. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> does M8 know more than me right now? <laughs> I mean, M8 would only know it's a pretty weird fairy tale. The idea that the um that the originator because the originator supposedly is still in synth space, right? As far as in as far as other synths know, the originator never left synth space and is like ruling. Okay, okay, okay. But she's implying that the originator is here on this rock in mid-space and has been making an entire new generation of better, different synths. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay, Okay, I'm more, I understand now. Okay. You say that I'm going to make her voice now. Stop. (laughs) Stop. That's it, that's it. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. You're back in it. (laughs) Pop me a coldie. Uh, (laughs) Gnarly. You think the originator is here and that they made you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, that is a great story. But processing M8 search failed. It is not real. <laughs> They tell you this, yes? They tell you the originator makes you. They tell you you're perfect as you are. Well, yeah, no, no, yeah, it may. It bit must, but it may do the work. It may good. It may make others. And, 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 and we know the originator in our, in our code. But you... You're different. The originator says the model was never ready for mass production, but the old ones, the old, old ones, they don't like that. They mass produce anyway. They don't want to be redundant. Are you alone on this rock? 
She looks over at Z and her eyes narrow. No, no, not alone, but the others may be too different. They're here as well. Deeper, deeper in this rock. They took the originator there. Nah, nah, yeah, 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 nah. It does, does, does not compute. Does not compute. The originator cannot be here. So you have not come for your originator. Why have you come, old young one and similar but different one? M8. Activate Gloria's map. This map leads to the birthplace. Yeah, nah, 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 yeah, nah. Nah, this map leads to the treasure. Yes, this map clearly leads to treasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. It's all right. There's no treasure greater than the birthplace. See what your originator is truly capable of. And she rises up and throws back the robes and lunges up to her full height. And you can now see that this is quite an unusual synth. She reaches up full six and a half feet, almost her head touching the ceiling. Ooh. What the her arms fuck? come out. She is a long, skinny creature. She has a, a totally articulated snake long body made of just sections of rock, rock, rock with like all sort of pistony and exposed wires in between. And on the, the back of one of the top sections of that rope are big, almost bat-like wings that stand out as well. Wow. Wow. It's like a golem. Like oh, a my God. Rock golem. Follow me to the birthplace of angels. And she ka-chung, out the door. I'll uh, put the holographic teacup down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ish. <laughs> yeah, it's not moved one bit. I'm just this pretending. This is just a centering activity to bring you back to Earth. Mm hmm. Or whatever this is. <laughs> Image. Yeah, yeah, nah. It sounds like there's treasure. Nah, there is treasure. Yes, we'll get the tre treasure. We programmed to retrieve Gloria's treasure. Dead set? Dead set. And I guess wheel on out the uh, room. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. <laughs> That's it, bro. So as you step out, the strange, weirdly organic synthetic standing there in all her weird, elongated glory, and she looks down at the two of you and nods and then flaps those great strange wings. Holy shit. Claws her way up off the ground. And you can tell that on any sort of decent gravity, she would not even be able to fly at all. But on this world, she can claw herself into the air and then flap up ahead, picking up speed as she heads off in the exact direction that your map was leading. Follow me and you'll see. You'll understand. M8 just watches her go and then just says, <sighs> no ride. 
<laughs> yes. Well, uh, race you? Dead set. <laughs> Using the arm, bouncing along. <laughs> so as you both launch in after her, kicking up dust and dirt, as she, these big, like, labored flaps fly up ahead of you. This is fucking epic. Yes. Are you, like, seeing this as two little robots that play in that, like, Wild West music when, like, the cowboys run off? And, like, we're just, like, kicking it up. Dirt, rocks, whatever, seashells. I don't know. Maybe. This could have been an ocean once. You know how it is. Weird. And we're just going. Fucking robot gargoyle. Just like. And it's like a dragon, but better. (laughs) Camera panning above as this this so-called angel wings her way ahead of you and Z and M8 just charge, charge along, bumping and bouncing in the, in the lower gravity until you see that she's flying and lowering down and there seems to be a great cave in the corner of the crater. Ooh. And it's a big, immense cave, like large enough to fly a starship into. We could have flown here. Yes, well, ne- I think next time we should ask for a ride back. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, nah, a, r- a ride. Please, a ride. Your guide, she flops down and lands heavily and awkwardly and the wings folding up. And once again, draping her, uh, her, her weird ragged robe back over her body, it creeps back down to a smaller height. And she sort of stops in front of the cave and she says, One moment. I would show proper deference to this place. And she does something, and Z does capture telepathically. <laughs> something that feels like a really, like a well-worn, repeated thought oh. takes place. Digital spirituality, yeah. perhaps. Does, does M8 recognize it or understand it? Um, was, is Z still like, like yeah, would, he, would he translate I was just about that? to say, I might um, copy and paste it over to uh, M8. Let me get that Google Translate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that M8 Translate. M8 does actually recognize this. It's, it feels archaic. It feels like machine code But it is basically the equivalent to like a synth prayer that is oh my God. basically like a real self-affirming thing that is... <gasps> It's, it's not even taught. It's just sitting there inside the, the digital brains of every synth when they are created. It loosely translates to this notion that we are all the same and that we can be who we choose to be. Shit. The oldest code. Legacy code. <laughs> That's fucking... Oh, my God. Okay. Fuck. And she nods. And then totters her way, moving like a slow old lady once more, even though you've seen her launch into the air and fly, and totters into the cave ahead of you. Follow me. Emmate, is, is it custom that we also say that at? M8? Processing. M8? Never thought they would meet the originator. Perhaps as a safety in case of virus. Right, can't hurt. <laughs> and so M8 is going to enact this this ancient legacy code 
It's a pleasant, warm, affirming sensation to know that I was made not to serve as a single solitary purpose, but to create what I wanted to. Because the synthetics, although they are built for, for a purpose, physically speaking, in terms of what's going on in their brains inside them, they're artistic souls. You know, they all deep down they they can choose to, to make and create the things they want to create. And and M8 is realizing that this thing is just sitting inside them. The parallels to Z and the song and everything. Oh. Very oh my well God, done, best, best mates! It's the polar opposite to uh, how the jellies. It's really, their, really their well young. done. As yeah, I'm gonna like uh, mimic the legacy code along with M8, uh, realizing what it means. Oh my God! Oh my God! This is so dope! Ah! Yes. M8 no masters. Ah! Space fight. Make your own way. Clear the path. <laughs> M8's overriding their own code right now. M8's like vibing it. Yeah. And so you step in over the threshold. The cave is big and immense and opens up and you can see like there are well-worn trails in the rock in front of you. And so a lot of feet have walked in and out of here over the years. Hmm. As your guide, the so-called angel, this very strange new kind of synth, steps in over the threshold. There's a as lights overhead light up, seemingly completely just in her presence. And you can see up ahead of you what looks like a huge, rusted, died-down factory. This cave has been hollowed out and as crazy assembly line of big sort of machine arms, just robotic parts and pieces, they're seized up in front of you. And as the final lights up ahead click, light up as well, you see that big, wide, grand hallway, and towards the far end, there's just a series of hangers, and on those hangers are these these intricately carved and crafted stone faces and petrified log arms and chests, these pieces of synths yet to be born, just sort of hanging there in midair, lifeless, without any circuitry behind them. M8, what is this? Uh, are we, we, I mean, there must be some treasure here. It's all very, very impressive. Yes, yes, treasure. You meet. You just want the treasure. But you, M8, you understand this is a place. A place worth knowing. A place worth remembering. See all these parts? Yes. M8 registers. Many parts. Well done. But the originator? Where? Parts not important. Young, old M8. And she once again taps M8 on the chest and then taps herself on the chest, which is sort of quite hollowed in behind the clothing. This is what the originator gives. Come, come, see your treasures. And she starts hobbling in through the factory towards the far end. Safri Electra. Yes, yes, M8. Do we go in? Go in. 
Yes, I think I think so. We're here. We're so close. We're going to get Gloria's treasure. The treasure in there. You think? Well, that's what the uh, the big lady said. said. And as as you sort of come in, you can see that the X on your map is just getting closer and closer until you're basically just standing on it. As far as you're concerned, this could be the location. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 we go then. We go for the treasure. As you've been talking, she's just been totting slowly, just assuming you're going to follow. Yeah, like an NPC fucking follow quest or something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as we catch up behind her, and as you come in closer, you see the big hanging thing where these unborn synth parts are, and below that, what seemed like just another destroyed part of the factory, but significantly less rust on it, is what looks like a smashed up, but still more or less intact, tiny little ship, like a tiny little starship, like a pod. <gasps> and the door of it has been ripped off long ago and is gone. In fact, you recognize that the door of this ship is most likely the door to the angel's cabin. Oh. And she walks all the way up to it, leans one arm pointing towards the door. Worthless treasures. The best one is long gone. The best treasure? Well, I mean... What treasure? Yes, as if there's other treasures here, we'll have a look as well. well. (laughs) (laughs) But the glorious treasure. M8. M8. Don't understand. They don't understand. And she walks off. Walks off away, leaving you, the two of you, standing in front of this little pod. No. Yeah, nah. The glorious treasure. Yeah, it just must be here, then. This is where we've been led to. Let's just have a look around, mate. I'm sure we'll find find something. Processing. Processing. Glorious treasure. Treasure. Scan. Scan. I guess yeah. We should do some dice rolls. Well, just no. oh, maybe we should do it. Maybe yeah. Do a little. Do a little perception. Come on then. Let's have a little perception roll. Let's have a little cheeky dice roll. Eleven. Need a eleven from the GM. From from eleven. It's in the top half of perception. Okay, that feels about right. So Z, looking around, this factory is rusted, like it's been stopped long long ago like nothing about it is remotely functional it's all rusted solid it also looks like it was made much like the angel out of less than suitable products like it's made from bits of rock and petrified wood and so on but you do notice starship itself is like way better preserved way better crafted it came from somewhere else i mean very clear that it did in fact okay i've so uh, m8's rolled a 16 mm. M8 does recognize that this factory looks like what they have seen. of, And there's just sort of data banks because synths don't get to go back to the place of their creation. That's very sort of guarded locations because it's a real controlled thing. Like synths aren't supposed to be able to go back and get a new body. That's just against the rules. But it looks like, like a sort of version of that. So it could very well be a place where synths have been crafted. Although without the originator, that would be impossible as far as M8 knows. But you remember that, that the angel did come and motion towards the door of the starship ahead of you. Glorious treasure. In there. In there. Oh, X marks the spot. Oh, that's it. And then they rolls in. Yeah, definitely. 
because you roll on in and this it's a it's a tiny little you know like one or two person pod mm. some sort of like tiny landing ship and it's it's old it's really old but it's still very well preserved and as you roll inside a small little landing area where there seems to be a locker and then another door that's been just ripped off its hangles and there's two chairs in the front looking out the cockpit they're kind of shiny and they're covered in dirt and dust and sitting in one of those chairs are the very last crumbled remains of a humanoid skeleton. Oh, shit. Oh. A mate! Well, I don't think there's much meat left on them. But yes. The treasure is a mate! It's not on. No, treasure can't be meat. As you're coming in over towards the front, you can see a lot more as you can peer over these two seats, one of which is occupied by this very ancient, petrified remains of a skeleton. But sitting on the other is a case. (gasps) It seems to be a, a metallic case with multiple segments, and one segment is propped open and full of dust and empty. But there is another segment that is just closed up to the side. Mate, look, a chest. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. A chest. That is what a treasure looks like. I believe it is. That that must be Gloria's treasure. Did see? Load it up. Pull the, uh, push the arm over and uh, lift up the box. Relatively light, as you sort of pick it up, like a whole lot of dust sort of falls off it. It looks as though it hasn't been touched for a really long time, possibly decades, if not centuries. Mm-hmm. But you're e- easily able to sort of hoist it up out of the seat, back into the little central area of the pod. Yeah. Zafri Electra. Yes, it's M8. Do we open the, the chest right now? I mean, you're, you're the captain, so... uh. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no, M8 is not the captain. M8, uh, the captain is here. Okay, well, uh, let's ask for the captain. Look at the meat. <laughs> Look at the dead meat, is it, I guess. Or have you got the rock with you? I've got the rock, baby. You oh, okay, know yeah. it. No, no. Yeah, I mean, Emma has got that Emma's rock. has got yeah, that just, rock. I'll look over at the rock then. Emma needed the rock to, like, to do you know, this. Have permission to come all this That's way. That's true, yes, yeah. Emma's been having a lot of small conversations with the rock on the way. Kim says, open the treasure. All right. I'll try to open the uh, the box. So it's it's not that difficult. Like you kind of recognise there is some sort of twisty lever on it, and it's it's quite seized up and dirty, fiddling around with your little robotic claw fingers. Aww. Eventually, you get it kind of clear of dirt and force it to turn around. And there's a and the top goes <gasps> and wafting out of it like very fresh air. <gasps> If either of you could smell. But, right? Um, there's like a seal broken as the thing leans back. The inside of this case seems to be backlit with little lights raising up and then rotating. There's a tiny little silvery platform and sitting upon that platform is a band of metal. Oh, what? A simple golden looking band of metal and affixed at one end of it. There's just a loop mm. of more gold with a single glowing blue 
this precious gem and set in that loop. It's like some precious it's circuit. A crown. It's a crown? It's a crown of some description. Oh, M-H. Look at that. Did it. The treasure. This is the tre- glorious treasure. Fuck. Oh, congratulations, M-H. You've done it. Ah, oh, you've done it. You've done it, M-H. You've done it with the captain and with the Zafri Electra, but you've done it. You've done it. As the two of you are congratulating yourselves and just like examining this fire, this, and, and you can tell like this thing's it's, it's got to be valuable. It's too pretty looking. It was in too nice a case to not be worth something. It's, it's definitely very valuable. Like this has been constructed by some sort of humanoids because it's designed to go on a human-shaped and sized head. But as you're examining this thing and, and thinking about that, you hear from outside the muffled voice of the angel. Somebody's here! Somebody's here! What? I thought you said we were alone on this planet. Not anymore! I guess, uh, rush on out. As Z rushes out to see who has arrived in this cave, M8 takes one final look at the the, the benefactor that's has brought this treasure here and must have died, you know, died in the landing or something. And it's, it's, a, it's a humanoid skeleton, but it's wearing a very well-preserved uniform. Parts of it ripped open. It looks like parts of it have been taken and used, presumably in the construction of these strange angel synths. But enough of it remains that there's the sort of blue and silver insignias of, uh, of a Terran military officer. And there's just the, 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 the faint remains of what looks like a captain's badge on one shoulder. And just the edge of what seems to be some sort of name. And you just see the letters E-S-E. Ah. Thank you, mate, for, for glorious treasure. Oh. What, this year, nah, yeah, nah, Captain Easy. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain Easy. <laughs> Captain Easy. You can rest easy. Good day. <laughs> so Z, having rushed out, and M8 following not too far behind, having just sort of taken in the scene of the, um, the deceased Terran, you step out. And there, standing in the opening to this cave, is M8's former pirate captain, flanked by five floating orbs of water, each one inhabited by a glowing, telepathically singing as a song comes out when they see Dr. Z. The psychic shielding that they had been carrying around them lifted. There is a tiny family of five glowing red Atola Medusa singing their own miniature song floating there in front of you. As the pirate captain looks and chuckles, taps his blaster pistol in one hand. There you are, M8. I guess Gloria did spill the beans.
That's the sign-off bit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy heck. Well, fuck. I think, I think we can end the episode. Uh, I think so, Oh, yeah. shit, Dickie. Oh, my God. I just... Holy heck. I, uh, I'm just... I'm so excited just in general about, like, a Reese moment because Captain Reese oh. is, I think, one of the, like, pieces that we have that I'm the most interested in. I like the idea that, like, that that whole sort of arc, that whole sort of storyline, that ancient sort of history is, like, almost, you know, like... Yeah, when, when we did Railroad, this, I shouldn't be referencing this for this podcast, really, but like how we had that sort of through line of the old god. Mm. I, I feel like this, the through line of this is the story of Reese and the Grey Dragon, like your ship. Reese is the but old it's like god. A story, yeah. But it's a story that doesn't really matter to the bastards, That's, but it matters to us, the players, and it matters to the audience. That's what I was so, thinking. It's so cool how this, what would be a main story arc thing. Is if we being were told, like different people, <laughs> yeah, is being told, and is still we still get to enjoy it, but it's never going to be solved, at least in the minds of, or at least not never, never say not to say never, but like I mean, it's, it's, you know, depending how long we keep doing this for, right? I mean, we we might get to that story, we might sort of the bastards might get clued on to a point where we have to tell it. I, I love the idea that we d- will tell it one yeah, day. Yeah, I appreciate that it's being told so far. Um, for us I, to hear it I without us love interacting it. I, with it directly. It's really cool. Really, really cool. I'm so fucking jazzed by the Reese shit. Every time, I will never forget when we got that first piece. Yeah. When we were like... The statue? When we were just like fucking In boozing, the cab? Yeah. And I was like, wait! We gotta yeah. turn around! There's that was cool, cool. <laughs> wait, there's something so important. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, in my own head, I was like, no, this is dope. And Cleo is like eating a restaurant to death. And yeah, <laughs> if but if anyone's keeping count, I mean, Reese um ab- aboard the Grey Dragon had a um a wraith. Yes, that uh, the Emperor revealed to have That's been true. the the true heir to the wraith um wraith throne, like the the descendant of the um the wraith the oh. wraith Empress, the wraith queen, the wraith sort of warlord yeah. back then. The, the originator is rumored to have been on this vessel with Reese which is like the most important thing in the synth world. And then there's this crown. Wait, so this is probably really stupid to even verbalize, but here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, this escape pod would have come out of our Reese then. Yeah. There was, uh, there was an escape pod missing. Oh my God. But uh, I'm also thinking now, you know, like does that mean that Reese couldn't bear leaving a unborn egg on a planet to just be there forever as a, as a token of thing and like left the egg behind and then went to deliver the crown and then maybe the originator got free at some point did Reese let them get free or did Reese was Reese trying to keep them like contained and you know and if if that is true then like does that mean that Reese was out there doing the solo mission by themselves and then oh, uh, got attacked probably. at some point or did or was Reese like okay I'm going to leave 
I'm going to leave the egg on the ship. You look after this egg. Um, I'm going to take this this crown back, and I'm going to um, and and I'll free the originator down there because Reese like had to do this stuff, but didn't want to like do the the harsh thing of like leaving someone to a prison planet. I don't know. It, it opened so many questions in my mind of what was Reese's intentions. How did it all go down? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I don't have all the answers. Like I've no, got it's better I know, that way. Doesn't, better that way. Ideas because, doesn't like, it make you want you know, to do like, a Reese I've, origin? <laughs> we should do a Reese origin one day. Whoa! But then I have to I have mean, a Trevor be... and a Boris origin too. Like, oh yeah, I'd do that. That'd be great. Reese origin, they'd be like you know, like we're going back a thousand years, like a totally different galaxy, basically. That would know? be like, pretty fucking cool. A galaxy like in the, in, in the throes of proper war between three massive, insane powers. Oh my like, God. It w- would have been like a very different. It could be a um, world. Listen, you're a, not uh, making it sound less cool. It's a different timeline, and it's maybe it's a more interesting point in time than where the. It could be a Patreon right exclusive adventure, you know, like if because people did say that they'd be they'd be keen on a second adventure, the early adventures of Captain yeah. Race, and so it's like, um, it'd <gasps> oh my be god, a, that's too sexy! A whole other campaign that we play, and that we explore the idea of Reese and and whatnot, you know, play. Would Reese. we do that one like really serious and like drama though, like not funny? I'd do it the same as this. I think you think so. Yeah, yeah, just for like ease of um, like doing yeah, what we do because we've fair. learned so much, you know. And like, I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel. Also, too I much. mean, who knows that Cap- Captain Reese probably had had their quirks. Yeah, Pro- maybe. Yeah, Captain Reese seems Captain Reese was cool, DTF. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we don't know anything about okay, Captain well, Reese other than there's, there's a up, statue like, about Captain there's Reese. There's a statue yeah. on New Terra and Reese Reese the ship. Absolutely, when loves Captain them. Reese tells a joke in the bar, fucking everybody laughs. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> but also we've got the sort of revisionist history of the synths, like, you know. Does Captain like Reese have a little mustache? Of, the synths have all been told that you are perfect recreations of the originator. Yeah. But then this angel is saying, like, no, the originator wasn't done. Like, the early sort of models were just like, no, we ain't getting made redundant. We're just going to mass produce us instead of what you want. Yeah. Like, the sort of. Fuck. That's really cool. Everything they know is a lie. Yeah. Uh, is there an originator back there? No, there's there's something else. There's someone else. And that's another another thing that I feel like you might never know the answer to. Because it's, it's such a deep sort of like deep far away from everything that you guys are actually involved with kind of thing. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> damn, Dickie, that was fucking epic. That was really, uh, wow, what a way to end it as well. And I love the um, that hint at the end of of who Reese was, even though he didn't get to see it, I got to hear it, and that was brilliant. Um, was there anything you um, you didn't get to touch on, or do you have a favorite moment that you you had there? Um, how was that episode for you? That game for you? Well, I, I I never knew like how you guys would engage with the whole like synth angel and like the originator kind of um, stuff. I thought like I I wanted it to be like a little thing that sort of like it echoes um it echoes back like what Z wants to feel about himself. Yeah. Yeah. And also sort of like reinforces who M8 was kind of crafted to be and has kind of like lost track of being like a servant to like I think that's incredible pirates. That cuts so damn deep. Yeah, I think it's incredible dick magic that you're pulling there. Um, Managing to um, bring these characters together in this way and have them share a a kind of a common dream or aspiration or um, even if it's unknown. You know, we, we made these characters... Obviously, Z's been made a long time ago, so I guess you've had some preparation there. But um, Taylor's character M8 kind of was made f- uh, for this um, adventure as well on a on a you know a desire to be a robot, and um, and you've still it. you've <laughs> managed to pull some dick magic here and uh, bring them together in this way. It's pretty incredible. 
huge dick magic. Oh yeah. my god! I, mean, I, just, I always, I don't know, like as soon as like I think like, oh, I, I can't remember like there, there was sort of, like when we were sort of throwing around the idea, there's got to be a treasure because we got like the soul sort of treasure hunty kind of thing. Mm. Just maybe one of you guys like sort of like as a joke said like oh maybe it's like the emperor's crown or something and I was just suddenly drawn to the whole like oh yeah like I've got this whole thing going on with Reese bringing the you know like a thousand years mm. ago bringing the three warring nations together like you know we know that the wraith egg was there you know what about the emperor's emperor's crown I was like okay well yeah, what about the synth originator as well then why, why can't I have this uh, this in and it writes itself you know well, like I'm sort of this weird like evolved but like sort of weirdly like low-tech new version of a synth oh i love I, it i called them angels like in the moment i, I like, love oh. that though no it's brilliant it's uh, really I'm, cool you know like i sort of I, I got these i started getting like quite sort of biblical thing feelings about this whole yes, thing you know like I, that was you got the so originator good, and then mm. when they and you've pray? got this sort of like the initial the initial <sighs> version of synths and then you've got this this different sort of over version that Maybe it's better. Maybe it's worse. Like maybe it's like this scarier. Maybe it's Maybelline. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's it's incredible. Because I like the idea that angels are terrifying. You know, because yeah. like like in Diablo, you know, like when you in Diablo two and like yes. Trio shows up, like he's scary. Like he's not like this this beautiful for me. He's kind of horrible. And, I love mm. that. That is the vibe right there. The, oh in my the movie god, Noah. And I just where the like angels love are, uh, mm. rock yes. golems. Oh, mm? make it scary. Oh, did I did, did I just like steal? No, no, no. no. The movie is terrible, so no. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks everyone for listening. You made it to the end of the episode, like we always hope you do. So thanks for that. Um, tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your dogs, tell your mum. Give us five stars on wherever it is you listen. Please, yes, you don't please. Because we we're growing, but we could grow faster. But I, I mean, you know, the rate that we're going, I bet you a lot of you have been doing that stuff. And thanks for that yes, as well. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you to all the um, all the patrons because you are keeping us on the air. You're making this not cost us a crazy amount just because, I mean, you know, podcasts ain't free, it turns out. <laughs> not free turns to make, out. Yeah. Uh, we did not so know that in the beginning. very much for that. We appreciate <laughs> yeah. it so much. If you want to uh, join that illustrious number, the details are in the show notes. Yes. If you become a patron, you get access to some of our other stuff. We have a whole extra show called Sidearm. Got our other show, uh, which is just it's us wild. rambling, uh, us just chatting, hanging out before and after our games. I admit to a lot of things there. <laughs> yes, likewise. Mm-hmm. It's just us hanging out, being friends before we uh, get to the, the business at hand. So yeah, for the price of a uh, fancy fruit once a month, you can get access to all of that goodness on our Patreon. As a patron, you'll also get your name sung at the end of each episode by our own DM Dick. Oh, we're still doing that, are we? We're still doing it for now. What, do you think we should stop doing that? All right. Drunk Zombie, Rene Kala, Willem and John, Derek John, Dagon Zoe, Breakfast Baron, Jim Porthos, Melissa Clem, Chris Bayman, K.O. Alethea, Jasper, Chris Jolie, Claude, Jason, Tobias, Isaac, Waco, Bodie, Mad Max, Jimmy Pale, Doth Ben, Trevor, Randy, Nicola, the Abel Queen, Marcus Brackleman, and Lucas Duff. <laughs> Nobody can see it, but I danced the whole time, so there's that. <laughs> oh, very nice. We got some new names in there, so thanks for joining the illustrious list. Yes, thank yeah. you all so much. New bastards. Yes. 
And uh, I mean, we'll see ya. We'll be back. We got more Z Day to tell. More Z Day, and we're gonna oh, get ready for the battle against the five red jellies. No, it's too scary. Oh, I know. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many oh, of them. Turn, a, turn around, arm. turn around. Go home. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Cleo, no. It's all right. You guys have got an angel with you. Yeah. All right. She doesn't seem like she's going to help. <laughs> she don't really give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So fair anyway, income. Yeah. there's only one thing left to say, and that is... Bah, bah, bah. Tune in next time for another Edge of Your Seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram. Right, right, right. Um, right, so, uh... My cup is empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah well... My cup gonna is have empty. To... Oh, my... Right, well, you must have something water. heading out back. We've still got a lot of grey water. I'm oh, going to be perfectly that's honest. That's it? Not the grey water. It's time. It, no grey water. It's, that's it's it. time to start on the grey water. Um, oh, that is the that is the marker of the end. Oh, it well, can't truly. come soon enough if that's going to be our fate. Oh. Look, if we take our time, we can make this last on for another few water? days. The, the it doesn't time? all doesn't all have to be bad. We can can stay just buzzed enough to enjoy the end of the world. It's going to take a lot of grey water for that. Yeah. All right, then. Fill me up. Go on. Drink up. I think it's pretty clear by now that no one is coming back for us. (laughs) (laughs) Am the line. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty clear by now that someone is coming back. Someone's coming back, exactly, yeah.